ABGC, Episode 9, Discovery. Scene. External. Takagral Village. Early afternoon. The tree branches part along the village perimeter to reveal Skyla. In a shouting voice, she says, Father, where are you? A guard along the perimeter answers back, Alpha Kaiden isn't here. He and his guards returned with two Enuk to gather supplies, then set off for the learning cave. Skyla stares at the guard in momentary disbelief. Her confusion turns to determination, and she leaves the camp once again. Scene. External. A grassy clearing in the forest, early afternoon. A large metallic device lands in a grassy area. It unfolds into two halves, revealing two rectangular backlit platforms. Pieces and parts from all directions converge onto the platforms, merging into two human spacesuits. The second suit to arrive begins talking into its radio. Reassembly complete, Captain Trax. Jeff talking via radio in return. Roger that. The first suit is now also joining the conversation. Power cell triangulations indicate the ship's wreckage is only a hundred meters behind us. Our drop point is pretty perfect. Let's start setting up that perimeter. Suit number two answers via radio. Affirmative. Deploying the first bioscanner. A device is set down and initialized. It immediately starts to beep wildly. Suit number two talks via radio in an excited voice. Company, we're not alone. Both suits look up to see Skyla and her blades staring back down at them a few trees away. Skyla is freaking out. Father won't believe this. Skyla pounces through a few trees, heading straight for the suits which block her way. Suit number one panics and grabs his weapon, but Skyla is much too fast. By the time he turns to fire, she is already upon them. She slices the black weapon with her unclean blade as she passes. Suit number two says, Let the creature go. This place, it's inhabited. That changes everything. Get back to the ship and brief the science team. I'll pack up and be right behind you. Suit number one nods and then disassembles into a million pieces out of sight. Scene. Internal. Learning cave. A large hill can be seen between the mountains to the north and the river to the west of a clearing. An opening in the hillside is visible and glows of various lights and colors. The voice of Alpha Kaiden can be heard from a good distance away, talking into a screen monitor. The cave's interior is gray and white, with an array of gadgetry, displays, readouts, and containers, 
it all seems rather out of place in an otherwise primitive world. And Alpha Kaiden's warrior ways will do him no good here. Alpha Kaiden, in a confused and almost denial voice, says, On reference? How can this be? There must be a way to get answers about the Shadowcasters without actually having one present. And Yuk Centurion 1 speaks. Perhaps the Shadowcasters never made it far enough inland for the Learning Cave to learn about them. Alpha Kaiden begins to look upset and rather paranoid. Don't be ridiculous. The Learning Cave knows everything. There must be a reason for its secrecy. The second centurion speaks. Someone is coming. Cover, Alpha Kaiden says. The three of them take positions behind the cabinets and table just within the walls of the cave. They look at each other and nod as if to acknowledge the acceptance of each other's quality of sneakiness. The unknown voices draw near and become clear enough to understand. So retrieve the answers of the Shadowcasters, Derek says in a muffled but excited voice as he enters in. The two Godflow creatures walk several steps into the cave and stare at the displays which are still giving off a welcoming glow. They stop dead in their tracks and look at each other. Rot, in a concerned voice, says, Someone has been here recently. Derek answers back, I think you're right. Alpha Kaiden, in an angry voice, yells, So do I! Alpha Kaiden and the two Centurions emerge from their hiding places. They walk slowly toward the Godflow members with aggression in their step. Alpha Kaiden, in an interrogating voice, says, I admit I was confused for a moment when the Learning Cave refused my request, but now it all makes sense. You must have tampered with the Learning Cave, violating the most sacred of all common tribal laws. Tell me, how did you convince the cave to give the Shadowcaster answers to only you? Derek and Rot look at each other with total confusion. In a confused voice, Derek says, Look, we just want to get the answers and go. Alpha Kaiden answers back, No! If you won't unlock the answers for us, then you are not going to get any answers at all. Alpha Kaiden advances toward the Godflow members, and the Centurions follow him. Rot starts to say something, but not before Alpha Kaiden strikes at Derek. Rot's words stop before they can even start. Derek sidesteps the blade, only to be met in the head by an Enuk heavy axe. He falls to the ground, and blood begins to run from his ear. Rot manages to avoid the heavy axe that was delivered to him, only to catch Alpha Kaiden's other arm blade straight into the gut. Rot's movements pause, and with a bewildered stare, he too collapses to the ground.
Alpha Kaiden wipes his blade, giving little thought to the events that just took place. He says to his centurions, Come on! We are going to need help. Centurion number one says, Help? The second centurion says, Yeah, didn't we just win? Alpha Kaiden gets a very serious look on his face. We're going to need help. Scene. Interior. Human spaceship. Laboratory. Dawn can be seen in the laboratory that looks surprisingly similar to the setup found in the learning cave. The spacesuit labeled number one is seen laying on the table with various medical paraphernalia on or about the suit's damaged weapon. Dawn is staring intently at a monitor that reads, Please wait. In an anxious voice, Dawn says, Come on, come on, please let me be right about this. Suddenly, the words on the display change to confirmed, and Dawn drops her jaw, as well as the scanner that was in her hand. She reaches over to the panel on the wall, depresses the green switch, and then speaks into it. Tracks, get someone back down there and find that creature. I think I can synthesize the cure if I can get a larger blood sample from it. Jeff, in a very enthusiastic voice, says, Roger that! Scene. Internal learning cave. Early afternoon. Kaiden and his escorts leave the learning cave and enter the distant tree line. Soon enough, the bloody, furry carcasses on the cave floor slowly begin to reanimate. Derek stands up, rubbing his face and muzzle, which is now decorated with a purple blotch surrounding his left eye and ear. Rather disoriented, says, Rot! Get up! Rot grumbles a bit, then begins to stand while rubbing the purple spot on his furry belly. In a rather groggy voice, he says, What do we do now? We're going after them, Derek says. Rot inquires, shouldn't we get back to camp and tell Alpha Paw what happened first? Derek answers sternly, no, we can take care of this on our own. Both Derek and Rot peer out of the cave, scanning the panoramic view of the hillside and their attacker's location becomes clear. They see Alpha Kaiden and the Centurions off in the distance, vanishing into the tree line, but fail to notice Skyla's silent arrival. She is standing above them, along the top edge of the cave entrance. Derek says, Look, there they are, heading into the forest. Let's go get them. Derek starts to run after them. Rot keeps pace right next to him. Skyla observes and is not about to let her leader get attacked from the rear. She runs along the top of the cave edge and leaps through the air with a silent grace 
and deadly accuracy. She falls feet first between the two of the god flow, thrusting her arm blades straight down into the back of the neck of both of them. The blades cleanly pass through, and the points stick out of their throats. Skyla's steely eyes now give the unmistakable stare of a hardened warrior. Her father would be proud. Thanks so much for listening to Episode 9. The movie, Tribes of M19, continues next episode. <laughs>